Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. You guys are going to love the discussion today. You're going to learn all about what a chief brand architect is. Like, I couldn't wait to, to just find that out from my guests today, let alone all the brands that Kavu Venture Partners works with, like Beyond Meat, like Buy, like Jennifer Garter's brand, Once Upon a Farm, like One. I mean, I could keep going. Oatly, amazing brands. Um, and you're going to learn all about what they do and how they work and how you might be able to reach out and get connected. So um, on the podcast today is Stevie Clements. As I mentioned, she is the chief brand architect. We're going to find out all about that. Stevie, so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Justin. What a great intro. I love it. <laughs> Caffeine filled. Caffeine filled, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's so great. Yep. It's so great to have you um, here today. And like I said, I was really looking forward to it because it's you're in an interesting space uh, working with some incredible brands and you're helping them grow and develop and evolve. And I, I just I, our audience will find that very interesting. So I was excited to have you guys on today. Um, <laughs> what, but let's do this. So share a little about your story. Like, what's your background? Give some of your your path and then talk to us about what a chief brand architect does. <laughs> I love that. That's always That's so the great. first question, right? What is a chief brand architect? I'll, make, I'll, I mean, try, it's cool. I'll try to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, we love, you know, we're in the branding game at, at Kavu, right? So we got to have fun titles, of course. Um, so my background, so uh, I'll, I'll give you the kind of, High level abbreviated uh, uh, version of that. I've had, you know, quite a few stops along the way, but came out to LA post college, worked at an ad agency for about a year. And I was like, hey, I'm in LA. Like, I, you know, I'm interested in this entertainment thing, right? Totally. Um, had a marketing degree, decided to, um, you know, go work at CAA, um, Creative Artists Agency, obviously one of the biggest, huge. you know, agencies on the planet. Totally. Um, yeah, huge, huge. And um, I worked in what at the time was called the integrated marketing department, right? Um, and that's really where um, I got to really learn about the intersection of entertainment and brand building, right? Um, which, you know, amazing time there. Spent a couple years, uh, you know, really learning some really incredible people in that department, some really incredible clients. Coke was one of them, the IRL, et cetera. This was back in the day when, you know, we did the Coke American Total. Idol deal. Oh, so, that's like, right. You know, that's, I, I just have... aged. Oh my God. Remember myself. when the Coke so, cups yeah. used to be on the desk? Remember that? On the, on the Idol judges totally. had the Coke cups there. Anyway, I always wonder what of those course, in them, of though. Course. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Um, so anyway, so I, I you know, I, I loved working there was, you know, seriously considering, you know, becoming a lifer. You know, right. We had talked about going through the training program and really, you know, like I said, becoming a lifer at CAA. But I really had a little bit more of an entrepreneurial itch, I would say. Um, and I wanted to just explore other functions of marketing. And so from there, um, I went into kind of the experiential side of things, um, experiential like events, a little bit of nightlife. So I was able to really build this incredible roster of relationships. And that was also a really amazing time where I truly learned how to storytell around branding, right? Like in experiential, you have this finite moment to really 
you know, tell a story, amplify that moment, make sure it's 360. And so it was a really cool kind of next step in my career. And then from there, um, spent some time in kind of the design space, um, you know, branding, design, et cetera. And that's when I actually met Mr. Rohanoza. Ah, so uh, third. Yeah, 13 years ago, um, met Rohan. It was right, uh, it was about a year after, obviously, the vitamin water sale to yeah, Coca-Cola. And, right. you know, just for all of those people who don't know who Ro is, he was, uh, you know, grew up in the CPG world, you know, Mars, Coca-Cola, and then left Coke to, you know, go join this what at the time was a very fledgling, you know, beverage brand called Vitamin Water. And he became partner and chief marketing officer at Glasso and, and right. really helped build Vitamin Water and Smart Water into the global powerhouse brands that they were. He was one of, you know, he kind of like changed the game as in terms of celebrity brand deals. He did the 50 cent deal. He brought Jennifer into, into smart, smart water. water. So That's really right. just a brand builder. Yeah. Brand builder at heart. And obviously sold, you know, a glass sold to Coke for uh 4.1 billion back in 2007. And so we connected, I guess it was in about 2009 and I, you know, had kind of had all these you know, steps in my career. Um, I just thought he was so interesting. We immediately connected. He was transitioning out of Coke. He had stayed on uh, as the CMO of all still brands uh, for North America. And I kind of said, hey, I want to learn from you, right? Like you're the guy, right? You are the marketing guru. Um, and I felt like what he had done, you know, from a celebrity standpoint, from a brand building standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, it was kind of all of these things that I felt I had learned throughout my career and, and something that I could just really optimize under his tutelage. So he kind of started, you know, as him and I for, for five years pre-Kavu, and we invested in these very early stage startup brands. Right. So this was, you know, we invested in pop chips very early and buy a cocoa before totally. anyone knew what coconut water was. Right. Yeah. Um, buy well, you know, before, you know, it like exploded. when Ben was still making it in his basement. Right. right? Um, yeah. Sub a million. Uh, so and, and he just threw me in. Right. He was like, OK. Like, do you work with all these brands, work with these founders? There was another brand that we invested in called Chef's Cut and then a brand called Watermelon Water. And oh, yeah. he was a sink or swim kind of guy. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah. Um, and so he always likes to joke that I got my MBA in life because <laughs> I got to wear so many different hats. And this, you know, when we were investing in these brands, it was investing in brands, but most importantly, advising them on their journey, right? And that was the kind of investing that we were doing. Um, and so I really just got to learn so many things from, you know, general marketing, you know, packaging and brand identity, you know, social media. I mean, gosh, I flew to Bay City, Michigan one time to sit down with manufacturers to negotiate cost of goods. So I almost kind of got like a little bit of a founder um, you know, education. And then, you know, basically in uh, about seven years ago now, I want to say, um, Rohan, who is one of the partners at Kavu, and a guy called Brett Thomas, who's the, the second partner there, got together and, and came up with this idea to start a, you know, a fund that really shook up the space of venture capital, private equity, um, you know, kind of become this new school of investing. And the idea was we wanted to be a fund that was very much rooted in this idea of value add, right? We wanted sure. to create a team um, that of people that had walked in the shoes of our founders, of our heads of marketing, 
um, our operating partners, et cetera, uh, so that we could, you know, you asked earlier uh, about KAVU. KAVU stands for Ceiling and Visibility Unlimited. So what we're trying to do is to create the smoothest, you know, so that means the smoothest flying conditions possible. And that's exactly what we're trying to do for all of our brand partners, right? Help them avoid common pitfalls and most importantly, help turbocharge their brands. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I was at Coke. I, w- I was at Coke ten years, and right in the middle of that was when uh, Coke bought Vitamin Water, Glasso, or was Glasso. The name of the company was Glasso. For everyone that's not familiar, Vitamin Water and Smart Water are part of that. Um, and it was incredible. And then I watched a lot of those people that were used to the entrepreneurial environment leave <laughs> over time because I mean, big, <laughs> bigger brand and whatnot is just fascinating. But man, Smart Water even to this day is like such a prime. Um, you know, brand for them. It's just amazing. Um, yeah, I see it. <laughs> you guys can't see it, yeah, but right. I can see it um, here on Zoom. Um, I'm a big fan. So, okay, really, really cool um, and so clear in terms of what you guys are doing um, and how you're helping. It sounds like across the board, how do you guys decide who to work with? And is there a process for onboarding brands or how does that work? Yeah. So, you know, of course there's, there's a process, right? Um, and, uh, you know, on so you had asked earlier what's a chief brand architect right so i run the internal marketing and branding agency for kavu so we actually have you know marketing professionals creative people etc um and we're kind of on that turbocharging side um in terms of the process for you know investing that's little bit you know separate from what i do um but of course it's you know like any VC out there, it's, you know, doing the right diligence, having the right tools to really, you know, make sure that you have your finger on the pulse. I think really marrying kind of some of the the, the standard, you know, tools and data with a lot of, you know, the gut that I think Roe and Brett both bring um, and just making sure that we're staying up on consumer trends. And we always like to say that we, um, we like to go to where the puck Sorry, we skate to where the puck is going, not to where it's been, right? Sure. So we we like to to think of things uh, through that lens. And so, okay, let's dive into the brand side of things. So, um, what what would some of those companies you mentioned, I mentioned in our intro, be needing, and how do you pr- specifically help? You know, from a, a brand and marketing and the in the old words, I, I actually still like integrated marketing because it, it, the whole idea of it was bringing together online, offline, and all that. I, I still think it's relevant, but you're right, we don't use it as much anymore, but still so important. So, talk about what you do. For for brands like that. Exactly. So uh, I can, you know, let's, let's take an example. So Poppy, uh, Poppy is, uh, you know, a, a brand in the portfolio. We invested three years ago. Uh, I want to say it was actually a brand that Rohan found on Shark Tank when he was ah, guest sharking. That's cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very cool. It was actually a totally different name. It was called Mother Beverage. It came in a glass bottle. And so once we invested in that brand, right, um, they kind of came to us. So we, that internal marketing and creative agency I mentioned, we call ourselves Uncommon. And so we have kind of 360 capabilities across the board. So we basically worked with the two founders, Stephen and Allison Ellsworth, incredible married couple behind one of the most, you know, flavorful and incredible products on the market today um, to really redefine the brand. So we didn't, we didn't bring in agencies, you know, we did it ourselves. My creative director designed the packaging. We, you know, named it together. We helped create the website. We put together their influencer strategy. My VP of digital and e-commerce, John Denny, who actually built the buy business, 
under Ben Weiss prior to joining Kavu set, you know, worked with the team to set the entire Amazon strategy and now media, right? So, I mean, really across almost every touch point of the marketing discipline, we had an impact on that brand, right? So and we cool. still work extremely closely with them today. Um, yeah. And that's just like one example. You mentioned another brand, Once Upon a Farm. We went through a similar exercise with them. We, you know, did a full rebrand for them, like a completely new brand identity, you know, helped them launch a 360 campaign. Same thing. Those were the, you know, people on on the Uncommon team that, you know, were touching that brand to create, um, you know, the brand that you see today. And do you find so that... really an incredible... No, that's uh, that's cool. Uh, no, it's incredible. Do you do you find those brands typically don't have either the the people or the talent or the skill sets or the just kind of the scale to do the things that you're talking about? Is that where you guys you can really help accelerate that? Yeah, correct. I mean, I think I, I don't want to say they don't have the skill. I, you know, a lot of brands. You know, some brands have internal creative departments. Others don't. I mean, Poppy was a baby when we start. They, it right. was Stephen and Allison, right? So they had no team. Um, once upon a farm, you know, they did not have an internal creative team. I think also though, like we've created a, you know, a, a really great track record. I mean, the sure. poppy packaging won a CA, the once upon a farm packaging won a pentagram, um, you know, the vital proteins rebrand and feature beauty campaign that we, uh, you know, worked with them on. That was a huge inflection point for the brand. So I think, you know, a lot of founders are, are coming into the, the, the Kabu family with an understanding of what we do and they want to work with us because it's a, it's a very different situation than working with a traditional agency or a consultant. We sure. have a vested interest in these brands. We're right. investors. We are basically extensions of their team. So our, our level of passion is almost on par with theirs. And we just want to collaborate to create the most disruptive, special, you know, brand that we can. That's really, really exciting um, and cool. And, like, you know, you've seen a lot of different brands. You've had the opportunity to work with a lot of different brands. You know, what would be two or three characteristics of a brand that's really, you know, you, you, you see the potential and they're really doing the right things or they're, um, I'd say, you know, I don't want to say successful, but they're making the right calls or the right decisions. And I'm sure you see some consistencies or some common threads across those. And remember, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen. So, you know, if they're thinking about their brand and yep. how to, you know, maybe following some of those footsteps, what would be a couple of things you would offer um, that you've seen? Yeah, I mean, number one product, right? I, I think that you want a product that solves a problem in the marketplace. We always like to say that we're, you know, we like to invest in category disruptors, you know, fast followers. Um, you know, your product really has to stand out in the marketplace, right? You never, ever, ever want to be a me too. So product right. is like super important. Again, just talking about Poppy, like this had to taste good. Otherwise, none of the marketing sizzle works, right? I sure. think number two is people, right? Um, like, uh, you know, the relationship between a, you know, VC or PE partner and the founders behind the brand, their, the brand is so crucial. And I think we always look for, you know, passionate entrepreneurs that, you know, have confidence in their idea. Um, and also that are, 
you know, kind of willing to collaborate, right? Um, we we think that that's so, so, so important. Um, some of the other things I would say, like just from a financial perspective, like good margins, you know, certain routes to sure. markets, right? Um, things like that. That's that, Those are a lot of things that, that we look at. But again, like just the, the product, the people and, and having a fresh perspective, right? I think those are the three that I look at the most. And on the flip side, I, I, you've got to have worked with at least one or two or more of those that, you know, maybe it didn't work out or maybe, you know, like the experience you had was not as positive. You know, what would be some things that those companies or individuals or founders, you know, what were the mistakes or what was their, you know, the approach that wasn't working? You know what I mean? Were there some things that you've seen that's like, you know, that really doesn't work like long term or, you know what I mean? What would be your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the things that we always say is that we we're brand builders, not just investors, and we believe wholeheartedly in building brand, right? I mean, we have been in a in a world for for many, many years where there have it's been this emergence of so many direct to consumer brands and it's kind of been this world of performance marketing, right? Um and a lot of just focusing on bottom of funnel tactics and not building a long lasting brand. And when I look at the portfolio of brands that have been successful uh, within Kavu, I look at brands like Oatly, right? I mean, Oatly has built a brand from day one, right? They were out there doing billboards and doing things their way, right? Um, Vital Proteins, incredible brand, right? Um, And I think that that is so important. And I never want a founder to overlook that because building a brand breeds loyalty and you have to be a part of a consumer's life. Uh, You know, there's so many options today. And and if you don't have that emotional connection, it's never going to last. So I I think that's super, super important. and then, you know, look, I mean, I think obviously the macro environment has changed so much. I think that while building brand is so important, I think that you also need to make sure that you are, you know, building in a smart way, right? Um, like margins, incredibly important. If you don't have a good margin, you can do as much revenue as you want, but you're never going to be profitable. And sure. the market has shifted, right? But, the street values that profitability at the right point in time for your brand. Obviously, earlier stage, you have to build, you're going to lose money, but do it in a in a smart way. But I, I mean, I, I think those two things, like just the importance of building brand, when brands have not done that, that's where we've seen a lot of people misstep or, sure. you know, when they don't have that sound back of house, we've seen some brands have some missteps. Makes sense. Such helpful advice. Um, when you think about your team at Kavu besides yourself, what are some of the other key areas that you guys uh, deliver from a services perspective or, you know, in terms of how you help brands? Yeah, for sure. So, um, uh, so I'm, you know, personally, uh, just kind of 360 marketing. I, I like what you said earlier, integrated marketing. So I'm mm-hmm. everything kind of general marketing and then anything branding to advertising. So I really kind of wear two hats in that sense. And we always love to say that we help inject the sizzle. So, you know, again, brand building, understanding modern media mix, um, knowing how to, you know, put together a super impactful celebrity deal, understanding the world of influencer, the new social media platforms like TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that is kind of like, you know, my background in my sweet spot. Uh, We have a guy called John Denny, who I mentioned earlier. He's our VP of 
e-commerce and digital media. He's incredible. I mean, that is just such a relevant part of brand building today. Um, and, and, you know, just being a successful brand, right? So Completely. we have a creative director called Dane Gordon, um, who comes from, you know, the, the beauty and fashion space. He spent time at, you know, brands like Glossier and, um, you know, just super incredible Mac. He's done work for Sweetgreen. Um, so uh, we have that role. We have a project manager um, and we have a uh, inf- someone who kind of is a partner for brand awareness and engagement on the influencer side. So, and, you know, part of what we do also, we have that kind of group of FTEs, but then we also have an incredible network of, you know, freelancers, agency partners, um, you know, consultants, uh, even, you know, media partners. That's like such an important piece of what we do. Cause we have, so you know, cool. we have a lot of brands. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Companies that are listening, thinking, mate, how, how can I take advantage of this? Or how do I get on the radar screen? How does that work? Or what could they be thinking about in terms of reaching out? I mean, look, I think that we're always at like the most important trade shows. Like we've got offices in L.A. and uh, New York, right? Um, I, <laughs> we have a website. <laughs> exactly. I, I think what I would say is we love people that, um, you know, that stand out. Right. And so people who are passionate and who really, you know, try to break through, I think that we'll always kind of, uh, you know, look at that and and that, you know, says a lot about a person. And so, you know, if you can kind of figure out how to get on our radar, it's a great thing. That's really cool. You guys can check out the web- uh, website, kavuventures.com um, and learn all about their services and uh, how they help uh, brands to grow and evolve and develop quite frankly products that consumers love um so great having you with us stevie so uh really appreciate you being here what a cool uh story and like the things you're working on are really interesting and i you can almost take each of them and there'll be a little case study around them you know they're all probably a little bit different and unique it'd be really cool to hear about at some point you know these as you can share them you know how you took something from start to finish just like you you shared the one example but man um really cool and what a, a great opportunity for you all and and, I, and for our listeners you know check it out i mean these are the kinds of companies out there that can help you grow right and develop your brand and and evolve in the market thank you so so much justin it was such a pleasure and would be happy to take you through a case study anytime so yeah it was great chatting the contender cast is powered by contender brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast you can find additional contender cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms including apple podcasts Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.